0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince dot com slash style to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. Quince dot com slash style. So what is Formula E? Because it feels like um an opportunity for manufacturers to showcase their technology, develop that technology, move around the world, be part of this revolution. W- would that be fair? And is racing almost, I mean, not, not a sideshow, but is it, it, it's a bonus perhaps rather than the core of the business.
1: So I would put it probably the other way, but, but racing, it's only one part of what Formula E is. And... Um, probably in Formula 1 racing is a lot more of what Formula 1 is mm. but racing is not what not all what Formula 1 is Formula 1 is other things Formula 1 is the glamour and the show business and uh, the you know uh, kind of dream and many other things and the racing mm. but the racing maybe is 80% of Formula mm. 1
0: racing is at the core
1: racing is well racing is at the core of Formula E also mm, okay uh, but racing is maybe 80 or 90% of Formula 1. Mm-hmm. Racing is maybe 60% of Formula 1. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot. If there was no race, there would be no Formula 1. Mm. But the marketing value of Formula E proportionally is bigger. So marketing value is probably 40% of Formula 1. The marketing value of Formula 1, it's very big, but smaller compared to the importance of the race. Um... So many of the manufacturers now need the marketing value. And I get a lot of them coming and saying, mm-hmm. keep focusing on the marketing aspect of Formula E. Keep making this platform a marketing pl- platform where we can showcase our technology. Mm-hmm. And, because mm, the, the challenge these manufacturers now have is to sell electric cars. Still electric cars are not massively adopted by the general public. So they need marketing. Mm-hmm. They need to convince the people to buy those cars. And that's a role that Formula E can play. And that's why they're all here. That's why all the manufacturers yeah. are here. They are not here because they want to win the fastest race in the world. Sadly, many manufacturers don't care about the fastest race in the world. They care about selling their cars. And before, they could do that with Formula One. Now they can do that, or they can use the platform to do that with Formula E.
0: Mm. Because am I right in thinking that um, for the first time, you're going to have... Mercedes, Porsche, BMW and Audi all competing as manufacturers. That's never happened before, has it? Never. I mean, that's that in itself is exciting and a huge achievement.
1: It is very exciting. And um, yeah, the four Germans never, the four big Germans never never raced against each other on, on one championship. The maximum was three of them. Um, that's great. But I think that it's not to our credit. It's because... The world is going in that yeah. direction. You know, uh, it's not that we have created a championship that is completely resistible. No, it's that we are the electric mm. car championship there. Mm. And these brands are doing huge investment in, in the electric manufacturing capability they have in their factories. They're changing them. <clears throat> They're preparing themselves. They're announcing 25 different cars coming electric in the next five years. So that's a championship for them. So And, and uh, we have to keep it like that. And also, I think we learned a lot of lessons from the time when we were in Formula 1 mm. about how to keep the cost, the cost under control. Mm. So there are two ways to get a huge return on your investment. You, get a, you make a big, big, big investment and you get a massive return on spectators and on everything. Or you make a reasonable in- investment, not so big. And you still get a decent viewership and so on. And at the end, the return on investment is the same. So we have to keep the cost low. And we have a few different lessons that we learned from when we were in Formula 1 that we are putting into practice here. And they work.
0: So how do you think things are going to go? Because um, it feels as if we are making a play in Formula 1 to be more relevant and to be... um, more environmentally friendly you know changing the engines but that has been at the cost of noise and it's upset the purists and the, the real racing fans is there an argument to say keep it old school keep it as just a purely entertainment format that is has got no relevance to everyday lives and then use formula e to be what takes us forward into the future
1: well um there is definitely a, a point for that um i think I think what should have, have happened is that Formula One should have owned Formula E from the beginning, mm. like the Moto GP has done with Moto E, but they didn't. Um,
0: and that was Bernie's choice, was it?
1: Yeah, I mean, not even his. Cho- I don't think he even even considered it. Right. I, I don't. I don't even think he thought about it. Um,
0: do you think if it had happened now yeah, with the would, current owners, they he, would have said?
1: He, he said it the other day. He said, if I had to put my money somewhere now, I'd put it in from Late. So,
0: yeah. If Bernie said that. Bernie no, said okay. that, yeah. But with the current owners, do you think it would have been a different story Oh, well? yeah. oh the current
1: owners would have. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I mean, you know.
0: That's, that's a shame then, isn't it? Surely that can change.
1: Well, it's, it's not a shame for me. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: no, but what I mean is, is that, it, well, a collaborative approach may be better longer term, but maybe you'll be running the whole yeah. lot
1: well I don't know about that but, but definitely it would have been different probably if the current owners would have been there at the time yeah yeah. Um, the question of should Formula 1 stay on the you know V8s or V10s and really push for it I think going to this more sustainable uh, hybrid system hasn't made a difference I think it would have been better to stay on the V8s or v- definitely stay on the V8s well, on
0: an environmental level it's just symbolic it hasn't See, actually no, it made a the-
1: difference it would have made a difference if Formula E didn't exist. Right. But as Formula E exists, we already take it all because mm-hmm. we are greener. Because it doesn't matter if you're hybrid, if you have a full electric thing next to you. you. You can try to go, but then someone will always say, yeah, but you're not the full product because the full product is that one. Yeah. So then all the benefit you can get from saying, I'm, I'm greener, kind of disappears. So people really don't it's care. It's sort of
0: paying lip service in a way.
1: It's, it doesn't it doesn't really make a difference, but it does make a difference to all those people, me included, who loved the V8 noise and the V8 performance. Um, so and so
0: you're not keeping anyone happy.
1: You're not, and also the V8 cost, because these engines now are incredibly um, mm. expensive. Of course, some manufacturers will say, "Yeah, but we want to be this hybrid thing," um, or you know, this it is not relevant or whatnot. But that's not true. They say that because they master the technology now Mm. and they want to keep the advantage. They don't say it because they really believe in this hybrid thing. If they were uh, mastering or or, uh, the best on the VA technology, they would say we have to keep the VA technology because teams always and very legitimately only act on their own interest. Mm. So it really doesn't doesn't make a difference.
0: Okay, so what's the answer?
1: (laughs) Um...
0: He pauses to take a drink, <laughs> yeah. buying him some time. Some no, time I to mean, think. I would, I would
1: definitely go back to V8s if I was from F1. Yeah. yeah, I would.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that be considered mm-hmm. a step backwards?
1: Yeah. Sometimes you have to accept you have made a mistake and just, you know, they say beat the bullet.
0: Yeah, bite the bullet. Bite yeah. the bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that would be very popular in, in some quarters. But do, do you feel? I mean, you're still a, a big F1 fan, big. and and it's still exciting and certainly. Last time out in Austria, we've seen Great that race. it was I mean, a fantastic race. So it's still the pinnacle of motorsport it, to an extent. I know that... I
1: think Formula 1 will always be the pinnacle of motorsport. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, the key is the history. History is incredibly important mm-hmm. for motorsport. And many people who love motorsport, me included, we love motorsport because everything that it represents from 1950, even from Grand Prix racing before Formula 1. But if you look at Formula 1, whoever wins Formula 1 is the successor of Fangio, is the successor of Schumacher, is the successor of Senna, is the successor of Fittipaldi, of Prost, of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Hamilton is probably the successor of himself for a little bit still. That's greatness. That you cannot have in any other motorsport. You can do whatever you want, you can create anything you want, but you, you, you will never have that chain. So Formula One will always be the pinnacle of motorsport. But I think Formula One will become electric. It's just the way it will be.